0: Hello and thank you for joining us for How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where we fill in the gaps in each other's cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like You really have never seen Princess Mononoke*," Or
1: You really never watched Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Or
0: How have you not seen Gladiator? again and thank you all for joining us i am your co-host caroline thompson
1: i'm i'm carson betts i'm here too
0: <laughs> and this is how have you not seen a movie podcast where each week we pick one of our favorite movies that the other hasn't seen we talk about it then we go and watch the movie and we
1: talk about it before
0: it's gonna be a really good time yes
1: it is now
0: carson yes let's just hop right on
1: into it yeah this one's a real crime right best picture winner yeah uh period piece epic how have you not seen gladiator I i feel like this one is kind of like the opposite legally blonde of this season because it is just like such a true crime like a true for real crime i've never seen it i don't know i again there's not i don't think there's a great story with this one it's just i never got around to it one of those movies that I just kind of never got around to and like it seems it it, it seems both like I will like it but it is not a hundred percent my shit you know
0: right no, yeah. I mean, and and it really is one of those things where less of, like, Carson, like, what, what inspired you to not watch the movie? And yeah. actually, like, I'm kind of impressed. How uh, have you actually yes. not seen the film Gladiator? Because you it never is...
1: woke up from a nap and this is what was playing on FX. Like, right, on exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. you never, like,
0: you never were at your aunt's house and just, like, everyone was it, over and Gladiator? just the TV was on and it was Gladiator on USA. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I no, I I I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, and like obviously, I've seen like tiny little clips of this movie just from like osmosis, like you know whatever YouTube videos and shit. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, there's there's no great story, no great like like anything to it. I just never got around to it. I never accidentally saw it. It is not a, a movie which is like really been super relevant to my life, even in the background. Like, it's not one of those ones that's haunted me that I'm like, oh, man, I got to see that. And like, I'm sure I'm going to like this movie. I do. We, we're we going to. So, Caroline, we should say this is the beginning of a little series we're doing. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. In in much the same way that Ridley Scott, Sir Ridley Scott himself, put out uh, two of his own movies this year. The next one, House, House of Gucci, coming out tomorrow. It's saying yeah. we follow our, our own calendar. Um, we are going to be doing the much, much, much harder task of watching two Ridley Scott films and talking about them for approximately so two to two and a half hours.
1: That is that is very true. See, Ridley Scott uh, cut 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 Christopher Plummer into a movie in two weeks. And, you know, that was hard. But us getting our schedules together to do this podcast, way more difficult. Right. The
0: man is, like, what, 83, I think. And he's putting up two movies this year. And I know that, like, I'm not sure if it was Last Duel or House of Gucci. I know one of them got bumped Mm -hmm. uh, because of COVID. And, like, really, it should have come out, like, a year or so ago. But, like, yeah. Still, the fact that the man Still. is this old and within thirty fucking days of one another, or whatever it is, like eight weeks of one another, he's having two like giant ass movies is is wild.
1: And like, and we're gonna talk Ridley. We're gonna we're gonna talk a lot of Ridley. That's Gonna talk Scott. Of this, gonna part talk of this some series Scott because he is. I, I, it's weird because like i i can't say that he is one of my favorite directors because he is so he is so prolific such that he is all over the place like he's put out some like truly truly shit shit movies but he's also made fucking blade runner and blade runner is like maybe my favorite movie like yeah, and he made
0: alien which alien, is a, like one of my top like top 10 for me for sure yeah, is yeah. the first
1: alien yeah and like so I, I don't know. And like, I'm sure I'm going to like this thing because clearly it is so like, it, it is one of those movies that it plays on USA so often because it's one of those like critics and fans agree, like gladiators, a good time at the, at the pictures, you know? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well that said, um, other than, other than yeah. criti- the, the critical and fan consensus, what, what do you know about gladiator?
1: It's it's about Russell Crowe is wh- like a captured slave in Rome. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and and he wants to be free, and he has to lead a revolution. But they're making him fight in the gladiator pits because that's you know, that good classic Roman revelry. um And Joaquin Phoenix is the emperor, I believe, or he's a uh, yes, like a, yes, yeah, he's and the, he does he's, the he's
2: the Joker, not the he is the Joker.
1: <laughs> Walking Phoenix is the Joker, and he's making slaves fight in a pit. Something that the Joker would do because he's a very rude dude with a very bad dude. And he does the this is a a visual joke on an audio podcast, but he does the eh, down, I don't like it, thumb thumb goes down, and thus you are dead, which again also seems like the kind of thing the Joker would do. Um, But, eh, and hmm. Do I know anything else about this movie? Oh, I know, I know Are You Not Entertained. But, yeah, I mean that's Right. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. The two says. memes this 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 film has spawned. That the is true, Are yeah. You Not Entertained and the
1: and the and the Thumbs Down. And the thumbs yeah. down. Um, that is mm, probably it, honestly. Cool.
0: I mean, and and that's the thing. And it was a best mean, picture winner, yeah. Well, it was a best picture winner. And that is both um part of the beauty and part of the insanity that is this movie is mm-hmm. like obviously 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 there's a lot of like you know like smaller plot points and like smaller plot beats and like and all of that good stuff um like there's more to the plot than like just that but also this movie's two and a half hours long and there's not much more to the plot than that yeah right. you know <laughs> yeah that yeah makes and sense. and so like it's 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 very interesting because like we'll obviously talk about this later but mm-hmm. It's one of those movies that, like, not a lot of, like, huge, like, crazy twists and turns narratively happen. But it, every time I watch this movie, like, it does not feel like, you know, like, there's, there's like, wasted time in it, in my opinion. One of those um, big,
1: you know, bloated Best Picture winners. It's not
0: the best. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just extremely watchable. Cool. Um, so, yeah, well, with that said, um, Carson, if you don't know anything else about it. I don't. I think it's about time we move into our little game hell yeah let's do it and this week we will be uh, playing a, a, a rousing game of untitled Letterboxed game love it give it to me for those of you um at home who might not be familiar uh on an untitled Letterboxed game i have found three reviews one star reviews for three different films one of them is the film we're talking about today gladiator and uh, i'm going to read them all to carson and he's going to try to guess uh, which which is the review for Gladiator, and um, bonus points if he can guess what the other films are, but he wins if he gets Gladiator. So with that said, Carson, are you ready?
1: I have never been more ready in my life.
0: Okay. Review number one. Aside from perhaps the costumes and sets, nothing about this movie seems authentic to me. It reminds me of a time travel episode of Star Trek where Picard and Data are dressed like Roman centurions. On the bright side, this movie is shot with shaky camera and fast cutting to provide the maximally annoying experience.
1: Again, I I don't think this is Gladiator and I do think I know what movie this is. Okay, do you want to take a guess on that now? No, not not until we get to the end.
0: Okay. Um, The next one. Ridley Scott is such a hack. I mean, it's enjoyable if you turn your brain off, but I have too many complaints about the movie to say that I liked it. The biggest one is the dubious history behind the horse collar and the type of plow shown in this movie. I generally abide by the scholarship that the horse collar came much later to Europe and the type of plow shown was even later. This upset me more than the manipulative score, overdone action scenes, and everything that made me want to strangle myself. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then the third one. This is total dad camp. Every speech about loyalty and respect, you can imagine a whole bunch of doofy guys solemnly and nodding along, like now this right here is history.
1: Okay. Okay. No, I have a I have like an immediate kind of my heart's in in here. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna go for it. I think the third one's gladiator okay i think the third one's gladiator and then what the hell is is the name of the the russell crowe robin hood movie is that robin hood prince of thieves
0: no that's just called robin hood
1: is that also another movie just called robin hood because yes. there's fucking five of them yeah yes. okay so the first one is the russell crowe robin hood is my guess middle one kingdom of heaven
0: no. Okay, um, So so you did get you did get Gladiator right. You did hey! get Gladiator. Okay, right. cool, cool, cool. Um, the first one was the uh, the recent remake of Ben Hur. Oh
1: the one about
0: uh Picard and Data dressed like Roman centurions. Yeah. And the second one where the person was really hung up on the historical accuracy of agriculture, um, that one was the Ridley Scott uh Russell
1: Crowe, Robin Hood. Fuck. Okay, okay well my head was in the right space at least there a little
0: bit, <laughs> but still you did you did get uh, you did get the point you did win did. this did. this I week so congratulations. Um, and with that Carson, are you ready to go watch gladiator yes let's do all right it. well, then uh, we are about to go on to the film and we will see you guys after the break. And we are back.
1: Are, are you entertained? That was my line reading. Did you like it?
0: I did. I did
1: like. That's it. how I would have done it if it was me.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I can see that. I can see that. Um, actually, speaking of which, Carson, you did text me. Uh, I did, yeah. in, in the meantime, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, this sucks. I just realized that I am the same age now as Joaquin was when they shot this, and like, what uh, the fuck?
1: My, my text was, I realized that. He was my age when he shot it, and it put me in physical pain. <laughs> like it, it shot a bit of of pain through me because I was just like, "Oh God, uh oh, what am I doing with my life? Oh no."
0: Well then, then we can use that to segue into it. um yes. So, what are what are your general feelings about the film? How did you uh, like it?
1: This movie fucking rules. It's like, so, I mean, I kind of figured it would fucking rule. Like that's the thing. Um, right. I it, I have, like, kind of two prevailing thoughts. Which is that, like, one, holy shit, this movie is, like, so early 2000s, like, late 90s. Like, it it feels, mm. the score feels like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, it is so yes. in line with that. Um, yes,
0: it feels very, Pirates of the Caribbean is 20% more jaunty than this. But yeah. this does feel kind of proto that. Absolutely. yeah.
1: yeah. And it's, Absolutely. like... I, I guess three thoughts, and then because then the second one is just that, like, and then you you do see like this wave of kind of movies that are clearly ripped. I mean, you get like Troy and fucking honestly, the interest in the three hundred series, like I feel like definitely springs from that. I mean, Zack Snyder straight up stole, like I know shots in fucking Man of Steel and Justice League that he stole from this goddamn movie.
0: Oh, see, that's funny because I th- I thought you were gonna say three hundred
1: and in three hundred, yeah, I mean, um. yeah.
0: But did yeah. do
2: 300? He sure yeah. did. Oh yeah, he did. Oh. He sure as heck did. That
1: boy uh, is the last, the world's last remaining unconflicted Frank Miller fan. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: Frank well, Miller is a weirdo. The only, the only one of those that is not like a like a weird online Twitter Nazi. True. Yes. But true, yes, true.
1: absolutely. Um, uh, and then thought three was like, it is wild to me that this movie won Best Picture. Not because it is in any way undeserving, but just because it is, it's a blockbuster. Like it is such, it is not, it's not a fucking whatever, quote unquote, like elevated blockbuster. Like it's not get out where it's, you know, genre fiction, but it's trying to have some kind of social message. Like it is just a blockbuster. Like it's, it's, like it's weird to me that Return of the King gets it. And everybody's like, oh, my God, an action film won. When, like, Gladys...
0: When three years earlier, this yeah. movie got it. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. See, that's funny, because to me, I'm kind of like, oh, shit, of course this movie won Best Picture, because it's, there's so much pomp, and there's so much yeah. circumstance, that at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, isn't honor cool, guys?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> like- yes. <laughs> I, I said, my, my roommate came, and I was watching this movie last night, and we were like, I was like 15 minutes in. So I was like, I'm watching Gladiator. And she's like, I've never seen it. Can I watch it with you? And I was like, yeah, you want me to go back? And she's like, no, what happens? And I'm like, okay, well, the thing is, is that this guy just wants to get home. And that's, my guess is that's kind of going to be the whole thing, the whole movie, is that he just really wants to go home. And then it got to the end. It was like, ah, he went home. Like, yeah, like, it's
0: exactly, exactly. It is the
1: most grandiose, like epic like trappings on a story that is simple as shit like it is no absolutely which is a compliment like you know I'm I'm I can be very annoyed by blockbusters that are trying to like just put too much you know fucking in the sauce or whatever but it is so yeah you're right it's just like honor is good and sometimes you gotta fight your own battles and like don't be a dick to women and like democracy is better than fascism like like that's the whole movie
0: right no yeah and i mean like that is something that like i mean i think about every time i watch this movie is i'm like wow isn't it fun that rome is just like so nothing yeah. like yeah. like i mean i remember in every theater class like i ever took and i'm sure you guys will will um like feel similarly like you spend like six to eight weeks talking about the greeks and then you do one week on rome and it's just like rome kind of sucked no like nothing really good happened in rome all of the roman art just ripped off greek art anyways here's like one play anyway now we're to like now we're moving to like western europe like 500 years later because it's just like and and that's something i think of this movie like i find very endearing about this movie is this film is designed incredibly well, oh like, there yeah. is so much detail, there is so much everything and it doesn't really like it is very historically accurate and it is very ornate but like like this movie doesn't give a shit about Rome, you know yeah. what i mean it's yeah. like it's like like Rome is not this like you know it isn't this movie about because this is like a weird thing that like weird contemporary nazis get into where like Mm -hmm. weird contemporary nazis really really like rome for some reason yeah um and it's just like and i'm sure like historians could like really elaborate on that and talk about why that that is but like it's just like you know uh this movie is like no 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 rome's just kind of like generic civilization like insert generic name of civilization here you know what i mean it's just kind of like well the people should rule rome and like that's like really as political as this movie gets other than just like this man is a little jaded piss baby, which is why he, I, like, Caroline, I, don't give me, Caroline, yes, go, go, I go. literally,
1: I, no, no fucking joke. I was watching it last night and my thing with Joaquin was like, God, this guy's a fucking piss baby. Like, that was <laughs> the word that kept coming to my mind was like, what a dumb little piss baby.
0: And it's true, but like, I don't know, we can get into this as well. I mean, I yeah. think I, I, like, obviously this is kind of one of the first things that really puts him on the map. And it's kind of a universally, like, acclaimed performance from him. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of, and, you know, it's, like, he is doing this weird, very kind of, like, over-the-top melodramatic, like, thing. But it really works. And it's, like, I love that the choice this movie makes is not, like he is an evil tyrant who wants to, like, rule the world and conquer all the pa- and, like, you know, conquer every land and, like, all this stuff. Like, his fucking dad did that. He doesn't yeah, want that. Yes. He's just mad he never got a hug. Like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it is hilarious. It, it, you know, it is kind of, if you think about... yeah. I, don't, I Again, I think this movie's very simple. I You can read into the because it takes place in Rome and because Rome can be a symbol for so many things. And, it, it, and I agree. It is weird that we, especially in like, we've all taken a lot of theater history, skipping over, you know, Rome is a big thing in theater history, despite the fact that they were around for hundreds of years and owned the entire world. Like, it, and that is what this movie is about. It's like, ah, yes, the last remaining bit of land. And then when we take that, we've got all of it. Like, it's crazy. And, but, you, you know, you can dig into the politics of this thing just because Rome can stand for so much. And because this movie is ostensibly about... The control of the Roman Senate, like not really, like it's not actually about like the capital P politicking going on, right? In any right. of that, <laughs> but like, oh, it is just so funny. Okay, let's just let's get into Walking. I do want to talk about Walking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Many, many times through this movie, I did have the thought, and let me put forward I fucking love Walking Phoenix. I know he, I know he's the Joker. And for that, there is a black mark on his record. And if I do see him, I will say, Joaquin, no, 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 you're canceled. You're the Joker. <laughs> but I, I do love Joaquin Phoenix. I, I, I love him. But like, is he good in this, or is he just like the appropriate amount of weird? I think
0: really he's, he's good, good in this. Okay, I think okay. he's good in this.
1: Because like, there was a lot. A few times, it was because he is. He is so he's like hamming it up, but in a way that occasionally I wondered whether or not it was purposeful. Like I wondered whether or not he was making a choice or if it was just like, no, he thinks he's being really serious right now. You know,
0: that's fair. That's fair. I (sighs) personally, I think that One of the reasons that I like it so much is because he never there is that first scene with him and um, with him and the emperor, his daddy and um, there's the whole bit where it's like he does kind of play that actual like pathos of just like you know, like, like I have all of these virtues, you don't see them in me, you know what I mean? Like like how devastated he is and that part like always kind of gets me and then he kills him and like assumes the throne and like for the rest of the movie a thing that I think Joaquin does very well is he never plays how do I put this he never plays it as if like Joaquin does not give a a performance where Joaquin Phoenix thinks that Commodus is right if that's if that makes sense yeah. like Joaquin is playing it yeah. like like Commodus thinks Commodus is right but it's like Joaquin isn't trying to like win over the audience Like, he's not trying to make this character... Like, he's not trying to elevate the character and make him seem like this tragic hero. Like, he is playing him as a whiny little piss baby the whole time, and it's a whiny little piss piss baby that you can kind of understand the pathos behind. And, like, I think he really does serve the film in a way that I don't... I can't say it's bad because of how well it works for me.
1: Yeah, I mean... I get to an extent, I can't say that it's bad either because it does just, it's a lot, uh, And I think maybe also my problem, it's not, again, it's not even a problem with it. Just like the thing I'm getting hung up on with it is that like, it is so out of step with every other performance in the movie. Like like right, everyone right. else is doing that. Like fucking Russell Crowe is here just giving me pl- like the platonic ideal of just like tough dude leading man believes in honor. Right. Like, like Connie Nielsen is a very straightforward, honorable, wise woman. Like, you know, everybody else is just so down the middle and he is being such a wackadoo in an otherwise, <laughs> you know, like a, a pretty, like we said, a pretty straightforward movie that is, right. there's barely any comedy in this movie, you know, like it, it is, it, it does feel just so weird. And I mean, it does lend itself well to this home because. You do spend the entire time just being like, get him out of here. Like, he's bad. Like, no, no. Like, everybody else who runs Rome is, like, a very, seems to be, like, a very serious, like, British theater actor. Like, get him the fuck out. Like, this kid doesn't know what he's doing. And I do think it works. But, yeah. Walking Phoenix, his voice is so weird yes he has such a weird voice like uh, again i say that in the nicest way possible it's one of the things that makes him such a great character actor but it is such that like he he works as the joker like the joker or like fucking in the master or like uh you were never really here like he plays so well as a weird loner because sometimes his voice sounds like he isn't aware that other people are going to hear him talking you know Definitely. and it's what ma- and it's like even when he's playing someone really like in her like it works in that film because even when he is doing his most absolutely down the middle naturalistic performance he still kind of comes off like just a little bit of a weirdo you know which i think lends itself really well to that film in particular but yeah i i don't know i like i'm again i'm, I'm not trying to share on Joaquin or his performance mm-hmm. in this movie i was just can I can I jump in here uh
2: while Absolutely. we're talking while we're talking Phoenix and say that while I don't think this is true necessarily my letterboxd uh, review is why is Joaquin Phoenix a better joker in this than he is in Todd Phillips's the joker yes correct
0: well wait say that again
2: why is Joaquin Phoenix a better joker in this movie than he is in Todd Phillips's the joker <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those boring. things that's like okay yeah, but then you think about it you're like there's levels to that joke that kind of work <laughs> yeah no um he's in purple and i'm like
1: i got i just can't He's in a lot of purple he is in a lot of purple that's true uh he is in just like so much purple and and i'm oh god I mean, he's such a weird i mean just the, it's all of his shit with connie nielsen where the entire movie you're just like well on- okay so that's another thing My walks in and she was like wait are they like what's going on with those two is like is he trying to fuck her and i'm like i'm pretty sure they're married and then the next scene i was like oh no they're brother and sister no no yeah. uh-oh oh he's no definitely and still him. trying to fuck her just him he's trying to fuck her just uh-oh like yeah, and th- that's it's kind yeah. of a
0: one-way street it's ancient very realm, much a maybe keep the bloodlines
1: pure it it does uh, it does remind this you know this movie also made me think of a lot in like <laughs> Except for thinking of the Joker, which always makes me sad was it, it made me think of Game of Thrones and kind of made me sad. or like that first uh, that first action scene like the first fight against, you know, like the Germanic barbarians was so Game of Thrones was like so like late season Game of Thrones event fight in terms of both how it was shot and just the the overall color palette and kind of the design of especially like the barbarians versus the, you know the more well put together roman legions um right yeah it was it man those barbarians i did also because again i like we said in the first half, i knew nothing about this movie like i didn't realize that um that crow was going to be like a you know a roman general fallen from grace so it starts you know with that opening crawl where it's like yeah rome's about to own uh the whole world uh <laughs> little did they know there was a little bonus half across the sea that they didn't know about but uh <laughs> but as far as they know they're about to own the entire world um and then it starts and it's crow and he's walking amongst his men and for like i was so dumb for like a, a hot 30 seconds i was like man the germanic barbarians are very well armed like wouldn't they be a bit rough oh wait no he's roman okay like my assumption was like oh okay this is gonna be like a like a yeah it, like it's got to be that he's like a, he gets captured cuz he's like the leader of a bunch of Germanic people and then he like leads them to victory you know like gotcha
0: I, gotcha yeah,
1: I, I was like a big old dummy
0: no he is uh he's uh the most powerful military man in rome um
1: (laughs) yes he is he is the greatest uh wartime commander to ever exist and he just really wants to smooch his wife just so bad
0: and harvest that weed Mm -hmm. he wants to run his hands along the top of that weed
1: like in like superman does in man of steel and then i'm pretty sure also again in justice league i'm pretty sure he does it twice
0: oh yeah it's 100 percent 100% 100% I mean like that becomes a cliche yeah. like yeah. as a joke but it also becomes a cliche in just like, in movies actually yeah. like yeah. like a lot of things ape this movie which I think you know I mean I think Game of Thrones does it I think um, you know I mean Scott is just so good I he's love Ridley still, Scott I love Ridley Scott he's so good at his job, job. and yeah. like ah uh, I I really we'll talk about this like I don't know we'll probably talk about this anytime we talk about Ridley Scott because it's just so true like he started out as a production designer mm-hmm. and that's one of the things I like about him so so much is he just gets yeah. tone and like scope and like he uh, he just understands how everything works together so if you give him a good script it's just gonna fucking rule he can the man can basically do anything in my humble humble opinion it Um,
1: is the thing about like Blade Runner like in particular that I because yeah I think I said the first half this like Blade Runner's one of my favorite movies like it's you know top 10 I fucking love that right right and it is the, the thing about it is that thing about Scott of his eye for production that like that world has such a fucking texture to it right that you know that's why i will be on youtube and i see like hey like lo-fi cyberpunk radio beats to study and relax to and it's just like stills from blade runner i'll put that shit on sometimes at night because it's just nice (laughs) like it's just kind of a it's just kind of a zone i want to live in for a while and and you know hey the both of us we i've on a record like fucking stan like 2049 but like Right. Denny, Denny, I, I think maybe with Dune is is maybe Deddy kind of coming into the height of his powers as a production as like a coordinator of production. But like even as amazing as 2049 looks, it does not the production of that movie does not stick in my mind quite the same way the original does, Right, Because right. Scott just has such a fucking eye for that stuff. Yeah.
0: there are, There are very much certain images of 2049 that, like, when I think Blade Runner 2049, I could probably list five images that kind of, like, I think about on a weekly basis from that yeah. movie. But in terms of, like, the actual, like, top to bottom, like, you know, I mean, it's, like, in 2049, it's, like, the... The police station is one place. His apartment is one place. The city streets are one place. The place where Deckard lives is one place. Like Jared Leto's stupid house is one place the where it's cool
1: like house with the robots. <laughs>
0: right where like in the original Blade Runner they go to these all these different locales, but that is like one fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like that is everything works, and I mean I think that's very true here. I mean the man just knows what movies like it. It's so like silly to say but it's just like you give that guy a script and he just knows what the movie's supposed to look like and it's kind of like why he has some really weird movies that don't necessarily work and I like, every Ridley Scott movie that doesn't work I think starts from like a funky script
1: well and it's, it's I mean and it's the other one we talk about all the time as the one that the both of us don't like which is Alien Covenant Right. Which uh, my problem with that movie is uh very much not- I again I think the way that thing looks is Oh, it's cool. beautiful. Like, I, starting from the just the idea of like okay, what if an android went crazy inside a cave built on an ancient planet? Like <laughs> th- th- just kind of the, the the texture of that idea is so well presented in that movie. It's just that the script is like is is just me being like Ridley, I don't know if you really had a complete thought about, you know, much of what you're presenting here it's just kind of him, right. which is and it's always the thing that like i do hear about people that defend both that one and prometheus a lot is like look i don't know that i need ridley scott to have like a definitive answer on his opinions about like humanity and shit i just kind of want to hear him like play jazz with it i'm like yeah okay but like he did that with blade runner and he had a much more complete you know, arc in that. And that was 30 years ago.
0: Well and and I hate that like I and I don't know. I mean, maybe this is just the nature of online ness. But like, you know, this it's coming out a few days after we record it. And like this yeah. is we're recording this three days after like Ridley Scott blew up Twitter because again somebody
1: somebody Wait, yeah, on the press here? store You
0: mentioned somebody, this and I did not yeah, hear it. Okay. Just a reporter asked him on the press tour what they ask every director nowadays is like, What do you think about Marvel movies? Yeah, and yeah. then the 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 big name director says, I fucking hate them. And then the internet gets angry. But it's just it's like you know
1: cheesy puts his big eyebrows up and goes, and there are pink pieces about it for months.
0: Well, and it's funny because literally two days afterwards, um, they asked Jane Campion the same question, and she didn't yeah. get quite as much flack. Um, sure. but like you know, Scott was a flash in the pan because they did it to Cambian two days later, but um, which is, like, coming six weeks after Villeneuve, et cetera, et cetera, but, like, you know, it is that thing where people were, like, Lamau, like, Ridley Scott says that, like, you know, whatever movie is bad, and, like, has he seen Prometheus, or, like, has he seen Mm -hmm. Alien Covenant? And, like, my thing is, like, there's, like, Lamau, what a hack, and I'm just, like, I hate both of those movies. Like I yeah. really dislike both of those. I have tried so many times to so like yeah. both of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like I still look at them and I go, these are two of the best designed sci-fi movies of the last 20 years. Yeah, and like, like you
1: cannot look at those things and not be like, this is the work of like a legit auteur working at the top of his game. Like
0: Right. And it's and it, yeah, and that's the thing, is it's just like he is just so Good from top to bottom with production. That, like, if his script is good, I mean, he wins Best Picture. I mean, I really think that, like, and we can, we can, you know, kind of get back to Gladiator with this, but it's like, it's kind of that thing where it's like the only movie I can think of since Gladiator that does the like kind of sword and sandals, like, action epic as like. Wholeheartedly and like that shouts it as intensely as three hundred, mm-hmm. um, and, but three hundred's pretty like three hundred thinks it's a lot smarter than it is.
1: Yeah, and it's sort I, of stylized like it. It is a right. genre picture, whereas this is you know, right ostensibly historical drama. Right,
0: but I yeah, just mean that. that like you know it's kind of like I can think of. I don't know. Like, I can't think of the last time we got a, like, especially like an ancient, like, Greek Rome one that was like... Rise of it Empire. Ew, gross. Um, <laughs> no, but like, but like, I mean, this is kind of like the last really pretty good one, right? Like... Because I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking 300 is kind of as dedicated and as, like, intense as this one, but it's kind of Mm -hmm. stupider. And then you kind of have, like, I think you have, like, Clash of the Titans and Immortals.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, Immortals, you get, I said earlier, you get Troy, like, definitely off the heels of Gladiator. Right.
0: And Troy is pretty good. I haven't seen Troy in a while, but I always really
1: liked Troy. That was an old, you know, like, TBS, middle of the day, classic. I don't think I've ever seen that movie all the way through, but I've definitely seen long bits of it.
0: Troy was real Troy was the like for me the uh the tenth grade like hey, remember how we kind of didn't actually read the Odyssey in like in like our world history class, but like Uh we kind of talked about it anyway, like let's watch Troy. Um,
1: um,
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, but it just kind of like, you know, I think that you get kind of some of the newer ones like Immortals and Clash of the Titans, and they kind of think they're a little too cool. you know what I mean like 300 like those films feel like they're too cool to like actually do the genre whereas Mm. 300 feels as like intensely like this kind of film is awesome but 300's kind of like stupider and it's like this kind of does hit at kind of like I don't know. It just kind of hits at the right time because post this too, like you mentioned Game of Thrones and it's like Game of Thrones gets, you know, I mean, and it goes off the rails and it's obviously based off books, but like a lot of quote unquote historical, like things like this are very much like,
1: but it's actually a metaphor for what's going on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> it is the other kind of weird thing about that because and look, I mean, this thing is 2000. So literally we're a year before the fucking Patriot Act, you know, we're a, a year out from, from 9 right. and it does feel like, I mean, and Ridley is, he is not a very political or polemical filmmaker. I mean, most of his stuff does seem to be either about like, you know, kind of, kind of stories about the human spirit or like these explorations of, of things that are, things that are just very human and about the human experience rather than things that are about communities and society um which is why this movie that is ostensibly about the inner workings of roman governmental politics is really just about a guy yelling about his honor um but it does feel like if this movie came out a year later it would have to be at least a little bit about I mean, come on! I mean, fucking, we're it's going right in the Revenge of the Sith times when fucking George Lucas is like, yes, and the Senate is a metaphor for America, but it's also a metaphor for Rome because it was a metaphor for Rome in the '80s, and then it was also a metaphor for America in the '80s. You know, and it it is kind of amazing that no, I mean, my socialist ass the entire time I'm sitting there watching, being like, ah, yes. Don't we sit at the end of a long, uh, a long empire, which who, whose collapse is overdue? Like, ah, yes, I, I have read marks, swish whiskey, but you know, the film does not do that. It never
0: does. Right? Why? No, and and two things. I, I think I want to clarify. When you say he's not political, you mean like talking about specifically about like government? Yes. Yeah, okay. I,
1: cool. Like Blade Runner is very political because it's right. about human as his alien, like, as yes, is alien
0: yes. which is about it's capitalism about, like, and, and, female sexual assault and yeah like <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah yeah
1: yes i yeah i know all, all art is political no I'm of just course saying, of course ridley is not ridley is not polemic he is not about the politics of the day oftentimes like from what i've heard last duel also a movie about <sighs> like you know me too and like sexual assault stuff but i i doubt i mean you told me i haven't had the chance to see it but i doubt that that movie is like about ne- like that now. It's just about the idea of that as a concept. You know, I mean,
0: I would say that it is very much about that now, but it's through it's kind of through the lens of like it's been like this forever. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, thing is, yeah. it is it's less like is it's less like oh, we're gonna set the story in like because it's also based off of a true story. It is based off a historical like a work of. I don't know what you call it when it's like I don't know it is based off of a book that is it's not a novel but mm-hmm. it is like a historical account
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but it isn't like a like a
2: scholarship it, like whatever like an essay on, book yeah it's like a but, historical nonfiction. yeah,
1: yeah. Ben Affleck yeah. and Matt Damon got high together one night we're like we should write another one <laughs> hey bro, hey, bro it, let's do it one more time
0: Yeah. And, and it's great. I mean, the screenplay is, it's fucking good. It's really fucking good. But, but the thing is, the thing about it is yes, you are correct. Is that like, it is based off of a true story, but it is very much like about now in the way that it's like, that it's like, you know, all the things that people are saying today, well, they were saying it 800 years ago too. And like, we have been failing and failing and failing in the same way for, ever but um it is great and yeah I mean I I think I think you bring up a really good point that I didn't think about about this being just before 9-11 because yeah. like the thing that I was joking about in my brain is like Rome is just the Bush administration
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: like Rome is just like this you, very you and George Lucas going...
1: could really <laughs> <laughs> get together on that one
0: <laughs> but I mean I just mean like it, it occupies this place of like Rome is like the superpower it is not like you know it is not you know in any way shape or form like on its heels you know with this kind of you know like it is not it is not in any way under threat from anything else in the universe and like it's kind of why i think so much of like art history is kind of like yeah the romans sucked because they just copied the greeks you know like what yeah. we're talking about and it's just kind of like rome is this horrifically uninteresting place it's this very 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 like like rich vast empire that like is completely non interesting because the only people who even had access to like the reading and the writing and what have you were like rich people who owned stuff yeah So it's like all of the art there is boring and the only stuff that was any good is direct ripoffs of other shit that like we are going to study instead. And it's just kind of like Rome is just money. And like that was so I think that's a really good point you bring up because I was thinking about that while I was watching it, of just, like, it is kind of funny. And, I mean, like, obviously, if you want to make a gladiator movie, it has to be an ancient room, because that's when yeah, gladiators... when the gladiators start. happen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just, like, you know, it's, like, it's like that I understand. But it's just, like, you know, it is kind of that thing of, like, why is this movie about Rome? But then it does kind of get to that just bigger point of just, like, well, both bigger and smaller point of just, like, is an honor and being an okay person and just, like caring about your family and your friends. Isn't that the best thing we can all do?
1: Maybe. I will say the only part of the movie that made me kind of cringe a little bit, I I don't know, I kind of love it just because it's so fucking like, yeah, this is a movie, of course, that would happen. Where it does like drive home the difference between our two like our protagonist and antagonist by it's like ah and here's the scene in which Walking Phoenix is going to try and sexually assault his sister and she's and guess what she's not into it and then the very next scene when Russell Crowe is going to be a pretty cool dude and she's like we should kiss before you go like
0: <laughs> no exactly like like I was kind of thinking a very similar thing in terms of like you know there is that moment in the beginning when it's just like they, they have that line of just like oh like you and I were like very close once and it's like <laughs> yes once a long ago and it's just like you get you get from that, that you're like I oh really they smooch that, yeah, it's like oh really they cool. super did it like they totally Definitely. did it and then like two scenes later is that first time when they're back in Rome and Commodus kind of just said, like will you stay with me please like will yeah. you stay with me tonight yeah. and it's just like <laughs> And it is that like, thing. I'm just like,
1: no, dude, that's fine. Of cool. just
0: like, just like Maximus, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Aurelius loves him. Marcus Aurelius' daughter also loves, loves him. him. Everyone around him thinks he's super cool. The senators love him, uh, and then it's just like Commodus. Marcus Aurelius, nah. His sister, yeah. nah. Nope. Everyone around him, nah. Nope. <laughs> the senators, <laughs> nah. <It's laughs> Never just before in history,
1: day. like. I mean it's it's fucking it's you know the other thing I I like I like Rome I think it's very interesting the more I learn about Rome the more I think like it's kind of crazy just how much of the world they fucking ran from like one city you know like it's, it's right, wild right. How, and how it is just like it's very it, to me it's very fantastical and kind of the high fantasy senses like in every medieval like in every medieval Dungeons and Dragons campaign there is a like, ancient empire that once was. Like, Lord of the Rings is about, like, oh, man, there were the, right, the, ba- right, the, right. the battles that we fought long ago were so much more crazy and so much more important and so much more world-ending than the one against Sauron. Like, this is but a pale imitation. And, like, Rome is the real-life version of that. Like, hey, England, you think you have a fucking cool empire? Oh, the sun never sets on the British Empire. Try being fucking Rome. Yeah. <laughs> Rome ran everything. Like, literally everything. And, like, And there's a lot of moments in that. that I mean, it's it's part of that fantastic production design where it is just like, there are times when I sit back and I think, oh, they have tigers. Wait, they have tigers in Italy? How did they get tigers to Italy? And it's like, oh yeah, because they run everything and and they can just be like, oh, hey, catch some tigers, bring them here. Where, from from Africa or India, wherever, I don't (laughs) care. We just need them, get them here, you know? right. I will say there was less gladiating than I thought that there would be. There's only just a few, a few good. I mean, it was great. Like I loved every scene of it, but there was only basically once he got in with, is is that character Proximo? The guy who, the guy who owns him. That's Proximo, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once he like falls in with Proximo, once he is uh, bought by Proximo, Jesus Christ. um, I did kind of think, Oh, so the rest of this movie is like kind of a, uh, like a cool sports team has to, has to get bigger and better and better until finally they can go all the way to state. And then it's state, the longest like, yard,
0: but it's blood sport. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> like I kind of thought that's what it was going to be, but then it was immediately like, ah, no, you've been invited to Rome. Like come, come back to the city.
0: Right. Well, and I mean like it is I mean, that is a very good point. And it's like I think that I think that's to the movie's credit because I don't think you can really do a movie that is just like, hey, you know our cool badass character who got sold into slavery. Well, wanna see him be a huge badass and murder all of these other innocent people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like so yeah, so it's like the big one is, you know, against against tigers and um and against the the
1: the bear guy. Yeah, the I like guy the who- bear hat guy. The guy, the guy's helmet is a bear and then he gets ready to fight and he flips it down and there's a guy in like another guy face, right? It's like the bear is eating a guy and he is the bear. It's crazy. It's great.
0: And yeah, and it is all about like, I mean, it's always him fighting the circumstance and it's like, you know, he, he, you know, rightly spares, spares everyone he can. And yeah, um, yeah
1: does the whole i mean just the visual i mean it's a fucking meme i mean the reason that i think joaquin is so well remembered in this movie honestly it's because of the down
0: the down, down meme. The yeah because yeah, yeah. of the,
1: of the bloop. like but like the visual language of that they don't really have to explain you, you know they don't need to do their like here's our like five minutes on roman history of like everyone in the crowd kind of like the mob controls the you know either they're chanting live or die and then you know he gives them the either the thumbs up or the thumbs down like that is it's such a simple idea and it's communicated visually so so well that it's like oh yeah okay this is so this is oh, how yeah. the gladiator arena really works like duh of course yeah oh, I, I like to say sorry oh, yeah, go I was just gonna no, say no, no. Uh,
2: speaking of like the amount of gladiating in this movie something I really mm. enjoyed was I I was expecting a bigger Finale, I I sure. think because I so many blockbusters now have like we've talked about numerous times on the seventy five nine
0: eleven <laughs> yes. exactly, yes. <laughs> I,
2: I, and I was really struck by it just being like a really cool sword fight that it yeah like, it seems at least like Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix both did most of if not yeah. all of I was like oh that's just broadsword. These are just, these are just fucking theater kids Mm -hmm. having like the time of their lives hitting each other. Right. I I really, I I really liked a lot of the combat in this movie, but the finale Mm -hmm. especially was not what I was expecting. And I thought worked
1: really, really well. It's so, you're right, Corey, it is. And it's so simple. And you do almost expect it to be, because we've had these like increasingly escalatingly More intense fights. You do think it's like okay, it's either gonna be he's gotta fight the emperor, but there's also like ten other guys, and like the soldiers are gonna be after him. Or like okay, there was two tigers. Well now there's a tiger, a bear, and a shark, and he's gotta like figure out a way to deal with that. But it really is. It's like it's just a fight between the two of them. There is one like extenuating circumstance, which is that he got stabbed in the side before. Like that's the only thing that's like really changed it all. But otherwise, it's just this. It's what probably the shortest fight in the whole movie. I would think,
0: yeah, yeah, I would oh, definitely. And it's like I don't know. I mean, I think it. It's a couple. It's a couple things. Um, we were talking about this um on on our Patreon, mm-hmm. um, oh, oh. when it. we talked about the first Sam Raimi Spider Man. Um, is when it's just like a very similar thing that you're talking about, Corey. Is you're just like oh, like so many like action movies nowadays. It's just like everything has to be bigger. Everything has to be bigger. But we talk about in that episode how um like about how much mileage it gets like that film specifically gets out of just like people being there to witness it Mm -hmm. so it's not necessarily like all of these people like all of these hundreds of thousands of people in this giant city are in danger and like you know you have to fight off a hundred million people to save all of them um but it's just like when there are all of those people there, it's not just about will Maximus live. It's also that thing of, and every eye in Rome is on this. And so it's like, and it means something because like they are literally fighting for the, like, you know, again, in a very broad general kind of nonsensical sense, like they are fighting for the fate of this empire. And it's like all of those people there have a stake in it. And it's like, it raises the stakes like that. And I mean, I also think it is just a good job too. Um, It just kind of shows how much steak setting the film does throughout the whole thing with just like, almost to like a comedic it's just like every single person in this movie has a reason to hate Commodus and every single one of those people is also being helped by Maximus it's like you know like uh, the sister is afraid for the life of her son and she's also in love with Maximus and also the senators are going to be like banished and like dissolved if it's not for Maximus and also Jai Min character is like his very good friend who is like sold into slavery unless he gets freed and so it is just this thing of just like all of these all of these threads is just like and if commodus goes away then like it's all good and so it is just that thing of like even when it is not so like bluntly stated throughout the film like like they don't have to have a thing with um Russell Crowe and Simon Hounsou where he's just like he's just like well I sure would love to go back to my family but unfortunately the emperor is alive it's like you know yeah, but you, yeah. you you understand that like Commodus is bringing gladiating back and, like that's why they're all fucking here and so I think that it is also a testament to the movie just being good in that way and like this movie is kind of meandering is not the right word but just kind of like all over the place like as you watch it there isn't like that yeah. central there isn't kind of that central like screenwriting 101 thing where it's like you know minute five a bad thing happens and then like you know it it isn't like oh we have to defeat this one guy in order to stop the bad thing from happening yeah. it's just kind of like oh man like Rome, in the broad sense, is yes. like, is suffering. Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of like, what do we do about it? And it's not like minute five where it's like, well, if we kill communists, everything works. But it, you know, it is just that thing of, yeah.
1: Like, Maximus yeah. is basically a is fairly, I mean, not a, not a, he, he's a fairly flat character. Like, he doesn't change. Oh, yeah. Really oh, yeah. All. I mean, like, you could make an argument. I think that, like, the beginning of the movie, the big change is that. Marcus Aurelius is like you got first off an insane scene that like is great and delivered with a lot of you know good joie de vivre but kind of made me giggle because it's like I have one request for you you need to fix the entire government do you think you can do that (laughs) for me I know that so far you've basically just been a soldier but you know I you've got a good head on your shoulders I think you can do it like and and he's like uh no (laughs) and in the end of the movie he's like uh i guess (laughs) i maybe but like
2: well
0: and it's just like it's just like changes it well and and the whole thing too is it's just like at the very end it's just like there was once a dream of rome Mm -hmm. let's realize it dies and it's yeah yeah what does that
1: mean i love the i love the archetype of a character who's like you know, like, who who is the leader who realizes that it's all bullshit? Like, he's at the top so long, he eventually realizes, oh, no, what have I done? You know, right? Like, and it's literally, he's like, ah, and I've conquered the last inch of the known world. Wait a second, should I have done that? Was that a good (laughs) idea? Like, it's, it's, oh, hey, you want a Patreon plug? I, I think it's a real toss up as to how much of the December Patreon episode is going to be uh us it's going to be a big marvel dump that's for sure and the other half is just going to be caroline and i talking to messiah because i know you're reading that right now it sure I mean, is it's it's, it's Aurelius is paul in that book where he's just like wait should i have done that was that a bad idea uh oh, but yeah it's it's great this movie is very good um i also want to shout out john hansu who is an actor that every time he shows up i just am so happy like he nice. he just brings he just brings such fucking such such a good flavor to everything he's in. That guy's awesome. He gets like all the good jokes in this in this movie, a, a movie where there are really not that many jokes. Like right, and he, I like that the movie basically ends with him. It ends with him burying the the figurines, and yeah. there is that like unspoken thing between the two of them where it's like, oh, we are from vastly different parts of the world. Our cultures and rituals are probably as different as they could possibly be but there's just this like common understanding amongst brothers where they're like ah is that how you guys do religion okay interesting i'll honor that you too man all right cool and then they do the the <laughs> predator two like bro fist in the middle <laughs> you know like you know like it's first great. of
0: all how dare you that's predator predator, that's not predator, predator two. it's predator, it's predator, predator one.
1: one it's predator one um yeah jamon hansu very good connie nielsen also very good i mean this is like i mean this is why she's appalled him wonder woman is because she's just got such she's got such a that like that like classical you know woman in power you know she's got she's just got that stance you know definitely stands so upright it's great
0: definitely yeah yeah and no and i mean you're right And that that bit with jamon hansu at the end is lovely because um Like, I mean, it you know, it's, it's just like the simplest thing, but it is just that inversion of like the first time he talks with him, it's just like, you know, like you're going to see your like wife and son again, but not today. like Uh, Like you have like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you can't die right now. And it's just like, and it's just that nice thing of just like, Oh, like I'm going to see you again, but like, but not today. You know what I mean? It's, and it's like, and it's like, at the beginning you know the Soul first time smile. it's it's oh. that it's that like that harsh reality of like no 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 like shit isn't done here like we've yeah. got we've got fucking work to do and then the next time it's like ah yes and like now our work is complete which is why i get to go home and do my peaceful thing and that's mm-hmm. a nice not today yeah. so yeah i mean it is just that that very that very simple but very effective bit and he just sells it he's so like so good. he's just so like like at peace saying it he just like looks up at the stars and it's just like my friend's looking down on me and like
1: yeah he helped me get here dude's got He's just like, like performability wait just guys dude.
0: being dudes just guys, yeah, being, guys, dudes. Being, guys dudes. being
1: dudes just just like <laughs> slave gladiators being dudes like how wait have, caroline have you have you seen 2016's serenity
0: no i have not i've not okay ever. i don't know
1: i don't even know if that's a movie that's going to warrant a patriot episode that might just be like we we're together in drunk one time, and I'm gonna make you watch that. Okay. But Jaiman Hansu is in that movie, and he's like the one person in the movie where I'm like, why is he a real person and everyone else is a goddamn maniac? Like, like he's the only one in that movie who's like actually kind of playing things straight and uh and it's 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 he's actually it's he's a great presence in that thing because it's like okay good we just like need someone here to like for the audience to latch on to right you now uh, uh so this this thing is good i do think probably him staying out today is what won the movie oscar i mean honestly like what a good like the movie just goes out on such a high note because of that right, you know right
0: even though yeah even though like your main hero dies it is like the good like he did everything he wanted to do, which was just go fucking home.
1: <laughs> he wanted to kill a guy and go home.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I did before, before we finish up, I do want to say, you know, cause then also anytime Rome stuff comes up, I just, cause we're fever nerds. I think of Julius Caesar, which is maybe my favorite Shakespeare play. Maybe. I, do, I like the one a lot. Um,
2: That's a take, I, but I'll respect it. That is a I mean, take.
1: Is it a take? I like it a lot. I, I know mean, it's, it's not. Just, it's not as hot as a, I uh, like the. Pop.
0: But you've also been in it too. You've also That's been true. in. It, That's true. So. That's
1: true. Yes, I was. I was. Yes, I was. So in, were you
0: in that, Carson?
1: I was. Um. I was fucking. I was. Uh. Um. What's his name? <laughs> can't I can't remember his name. Um. Uh, um. Uh. You're uh, one of I'm the Mark leads. Right? I was Anthony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was Mark
0: would. Anthony.
1: Um. I would love to do that again. That's also a play that I want to play. At different parts of my life, I would love to play every male lead in that. I'd like to do Anthony, Brutus, Claudius, Caesar. Like I'd love to, you know, one of those, one of those theater dreams, of mine. Um, but you know, there's obviously a big part of that. The whole fucking fourth act of the of the thing is is the speeches. Is the like, well, we need to we need to tell the common folk. Uh, so you know, your guy here did friends Rome huh? or no, not friends Romans countrymen. Uh, which one did I do? Was Whatever. It's been a minute since I did that. Um, that was like five years ago. Yeah, it was a long time. That was the
0: year after the after the twenty sixteen election, where yes, every theater every company theater in the did world Caesar. did yeah,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone was like, "We need to," and it's not about Trump. It's, it's just Caesar is
0: wearing a long red tie. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and he um, keeps saying Bigly all the time. Yeah, it's just like Bigly <laughs> Rome, Bigly, but like. I did I did think, like, the aftermath of this movie is definitely the one senator, I don't remember his name, but the senator that's there at the end who, you know, Maximus is like, go fix the country, you can do it now, free the slaves, fix the country. Is like, he leaves the arena, and, like, the plebeians are all like, what the fuck, is the emperor dead? And he's like, friends, Romans, countrymen, let me give you a long speech about the political implication." No, it's fine, we get it, it's good. Like yeah, we're glad you killed him. Like that guy sucked. Like the people would need no convincing as to right. Like no, they would not be concerned at all. They're like yeah, that guy was a weird, incestual, like little piss baby. That's okay. We we you don't need to t- tell us we're good. Uh, well, good movie. Good movie.
0: Yeah, did. the the only two things I have left to say is um, uh, Commodus really does say drain the swamp. Not like literally, but there's the moment of just like <laughs> of just like we need to free them from all of these, like, like we need to free Clubs my empire is... from all of these politicians. And I'm just like, wow, yeah. he really did kind of say drain the swamp, huh? <laughs> and then also, um, a very funny thing is uh so much of this music was familiar to me because I've heard it so many times while playing DD.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like there are so mm-hmm. many of those like playlists you can find on uh on spotify like pre-built like combat playlists and stuff and the
1: soundtrack is always on there yep but very
0: true, yeah very true. good movie Carson, do you have any final thoughts about gladiator
1: um you know what i'll just round it all up and say uh hawking phoenix should have played anakin skywalker
0: oh, could you imagine
1: could better? you imagine would have been better
0: yeah I mean you're probably right That again that that is a conversation for another day but I have uh, I mean I don't even think it's that hot of a take I no. think so much of why Christensen is bad is the script but also yeah, like, yeah.
1: nobody could I don't think nobody. anybody
0: could have done it he could have been hotter though like that's the thing okay. that's the thing that I think I, I don't think um, enough straight boys give, give credit to is uh, that uh, the prequels could have worked 30% better if Anakin was just really hot yeah yeah, um,
1: <laughs> it, it's the thing that works about the sequel trilogies that Adam Driver's so hot. It's why, right. you know. Yes,
0: like, exactly.
1: It's the in Force Awakens he takes off his helmet, and the surprise is like, wait, this guy's kind of hot. Like, wait, wait. wait a second, <laughs> why is this guy so hot? Makes I know, no
0: sense. I know, so many people who are just yeah. like, who are just kind of like hot for Kylo Ren. And they're like, I know yeah. he's bad. I know he's bad. I know he's yeah. bad. He's, but like, he's a genocider I know But, him, like, but, but like, also like. Uh, and it's like it is yeah. that thing where it's like with Anakin, is it's just like it's like, no, this guy sucks. Yeah, he like, just sucks. Hayden Why they is like him? A, He sucks. And 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 a key distinction is, uh I don't think Hayden Christensen is necessarily an unattractive man.
1: They style him so poorly,
0: but he is not hot. Like he is not hot in that movie, no. and he does not, he does not play like what a fascist but pretty.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, they're they're bringing him back. He's got a second chance. Do you think maybe he'll, now that he's all burned up and gunky, maybe now he'll?
0: I really think that, assuming the directors are good, I really think that he's gonna I think that he will be a lot better in this. Then he's gotta. I mean, it's not like he can
1: be any worse, but like I I, basically like all caps yelled this to you over text when the news first came out about it, but like what is Darth Vader doesn't he sounds like James Earl Jones now right like that's yeah like are they just gonna stick Hayden Christensen in the suit and then not use his voice well like what what
0: so they might put him in the suit because they did put him in the suit in Revenge of the Sith which is why Revenge of the Sith marketing Darth Vader is so much skinnier yeah and like and then, little... then old timey yeah. Vader, which is fine. And also, like that was done at the behest of Hayden Christensen, because he's like, he's like, no, you're putting me in the suit, which like, yeah. so much, so much kudos to him. Because I if you surprised. cast me as Darth Vader yeah. and you're not letting me get in the suit, like I'm fighting you, yeah. So it's like, of course, like, and you're
1: not going to put me in the buns, like come
0: on, right? Yeah. Like so, so like good on him on being like, no, 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 you cast me, like you're putting me in the suit. So I could see them putting him in the suit, but I also think too they will probably have like a like a like a forced mind meld thing where like Ahsoka like looks at him and still sees the Anakin in him and like they probably do like like the 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 Ray um like the Ray Kylo Ren like across light. the universe communication and like she's probably gonna see him as Anakin in that
1: Clone Wars the gladiator portion of this episode is over. By the way, I just right. <laughs> I was going to say gladiator. Still, it's we, we finished it. Uh,
0: I, I mean, wanna... why why would you even say that? Like you say that like they're not entertained.
1: Like they're are, are they're
0: they not, not entertained? entertained?
2: <laughs> by our Star Wars takes. If you like this conversation, visit patreon.com. com it is.
1: I just I'll leave on this and then I'm done. Because the Tano is going to be in it, and I know who that is. But like I haven't watched the fucking Clone Wars. I mean, I watched the the Jenny Tarkovsky one because those are cool, but I didn't watch like the CGI one, right? And like, if this show requires that I know about Clone Wars canon, I don't think I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna. I, it, I don't think I'm gonna watch it. I mean, I haven't watched Mandalorian yet either. Like, I this is this is you know. Oh, I'm so happy Disney. I'm not alone in that. I've tried twice. Yeah, I, not... I, haven't, I haven't even tried. It's just like if it's bad, it's going to make me so like. Here's the thing: I, the place where I'm at with Star Wars, which is like post Rise of Skywalker, is that that movie was ba- was bad in a way that made me like sad. Like mm-hmm. I like I was legitimately emotionally like in a in a bit of a dump about it for like a day because I was like, oh no, like they they goofed it. And I'm yeah. at a place where if, like, anything Star Wars I consume is even anywhere near that level of bad, I am just, like, in such a weird, like, I get legitimately upset about it. And I am, like, life is too short for me to be upset about Star Wars. Like, it true, hey, hey, every, like, shitty dude on Twitter, life is too short to be upset about Star Wars. So, like, I don't know. I just might not, I don't know. I just might not do it. I just might say, yeah. uh, you know what? <laughs> No,
0: thank you. Sorry, they're going to announce an episode 10 in 10 years, and we're going to be their opening night. Oh, anyway, with that, oh, Corey, our fantastic producer, would yes. you like to tell all of the beautiful three people who are still listening to
2: this <laughs>
1: episode <laughs> where to find I'll us? Put on a the stake editor. in the heart of this one.
2: Yes, I would. Uh, if you like what you hear, please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Leaving a review really helps out the visibility of the show. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash H-H-Y-N-S podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Instagram at H-H-Y-N-S pod. Special thank you to our patrons, Caitlin Matthews, Stephen Moosley, and Nihar Fadke. If you'd like a shout out on the show and bonus content, I really cannot emphasize enough. If you liked the last five minutes of your life, go to patreon.com slash H-H-Y-N-S That's all it is. You're gonna love it. You're gonna get so it. much of that for a dollar.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, for a dollar you get to hear me and Caroline talk about fucking laze guns and Dune for like fucking thirty minutes.
0: No, for like five hours across five like
1: five different
2: <laughs> So gonna all. be that. Uh, so yes. More.
1: when you finish dune messiah do we just need to like do like okay we're just gonna do dune messiah for an hour do we just talk to him? <laughs> we might yeah. have to talk oh, to him oh. again i'll let you guys record that one on Corey your. won't be in the room <laughs> we'll do
2: it without him he doesn't need to be yeah. there
0: every six months i'll finish the next book in this we'll talk
1: about it, yeah <laughs> oh um, it's a book club you can, well, you can take six months to read Children of Dune like I did. That one went a little slow for me. That's also the one where I went, uh, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I'm pulling out. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, Caroline, do you want to know what we're doing next week? I would love to know what we're okay. doing next week. Okay, so we said we're continuing Ridley Scott. It's Ridley Scott month. Uh, we, you know, we're sandwiching these between Last Duel and House of Ducky. And uh, we're doing Ridley Scott's 2015 sci-fi uh, comedy? Question mark. We'll talk about that a lot, I'm sure. Uh, the Martian.
0: Ooh, with Ooh. Matt Damon.
1: Matt Damon. The the <laughs> second film in two years in which Matt Damon plays a man that's stuck on a planet alone.
0: That's true. That's and true. It does a casting yeah, <laughs> Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's
2: crazy. Weird bit right. of casting, but okay. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. See you well, next week.
0: Yeah, we will see you guys next week when we talk The Martian.